Good evening, and good evening. If you can't tell, I'm in a much better mood this week. It might have something to do with the drinks. It might have something to do with the improved quality of my pain medicine. Who's to know? Someone got laid. <laughs> it might have something to do with the sex I had last night. Does your butt still hurt? Uh, I thought that was just between us. I mean, literally between us. Yeah, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going great. Um, having a good evening. Normally, my little one is in bed at this time, but he's in the back. So if you hear him, just, you know, he's chilling back there, hanging out, having a good time with his Hot Wheels set. But as always for the evening, I wanted to start out with a dad joke. And I promise it will be slightly better than the one that you heard last week from Jason. Not the one you heard last week from me because I deleted that one. <laughs> you never even got to hear it. <laughs> okay, then. The magic of editing. Doodly, doodly, doodly. All right, Jason. Why... Do skeletons have low self-esteem? Don't know why. They have no body to love. Oh. <laughs> Little post-Halloween joke for you. I like it. Yeah, I couldn't help myself because we're recording this a little bit before Halloween. So peek behind the curtain. Yeah, peek behind the curtain. We're recording this a little bit before Halloween. I couldn't help but get, an, you know, Let's just say I had a, a bone to pick with my previous Halloween joke. Okay, I have a bone to pick with this evening's topic or to pick out of my T-bone steak from the meat wall, and I'll explain how that's relevant in probably just a few moments. So I kind of teased it at the end of last episode, but this week we are going to be doing Jason and I's five favorite grocery aisles. Now, I do have to take a moment and give another podcast a call out because I heard it there. Su surprisingly or not, it was a football podcast, Locked On NFL Draft. If you guys like football, if you like the NFL Draft or prospects or anything, go check it out. They're absolutely amazing. But I, I want to give them a shout out because I heard the idea there first. So yeah, tonight we're going to talk about our favorite grocery aisles. I just thought it was a pretty funny topic, lighthearted, especially after some of the more serious ones we've had so like to follow up a serious topic with a funny or lighthearted one sounds good to me question off the top now in your family who does the grocery shopping more is it you or your wife that's a good question so while i haven't been working because of my hip surgery it's been the wife so she'll do um, like the store pickup like grocery store pickup so she'll put an order in online and then we'll go to the store and they'll bring it out to the car or whatever. Yep, we've been doing the same. Yeah, while I've been working in the pharmacy because I work in a, in a big box retail store. So after I finish work, generally, I would just go and get whatever we needed. So when I'm working, generally, it, it isn't like we do really big grocery runs. Generally, it's like I just go and pick up the stuff we need as we need it because I can pretty much go, go almost every day. I, I would say pre-COVID, my wife did 90% of the grocery shopping. But in the last six months or so, it's it, we've been doing mostly pickup. We did delivery there at the very beginning when it, things were really sketchy because we didn't even want to leave our house. 
other than that, I will go in from time to time and just grab some stuff now. So I've got some stuff to talk about in terms of what I like and what I don't like in those aisles. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Now, pre-COVID, before I worked in the pharmacy, my wife and I would actually go grocery shopping together, like with the kids. Like it wouldn't just be one or the other. Like we would you generally go together. I'd rather shove a needle in my eye. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. You, you know, Roland, my youngest, was really young at that point, so it wasn't terrible. But even then, like we were still doing pickup most of the time. And now it's pretty much every time. I want to have competing lists here. So we are going to start out at number five and then back and forth and work our way down. But before we do that, we both asked our wives what their favorite grocery store aisles were. So before we get into ours, let's harp on our wives' favorite grocery store aisles. I'll let you go first because I've been doing the talking. Sure. So, you know, talking with my wife, her memories of the grocery store aisles really date back a lot to when she was a kid. She has very fond memories of shopping with her mom as a kid. So a lot of her memories and her top five stem from those days. So number five for her was the checkout lane, which maybe isn't an aisle. No, all's fair. Yeah, she always got to pick out a piece of gum or an Archie comic in that checkout line while they were waiting to be checked out. So that was a really great memory for her. And, you know, she loved being able to pick out something and she didn't have anybody telling her no. So that was a that was a big thing for her. Now, I have a quick question before we continue on. Because like I have like the one thing at the checkout aisle, right? The one thing that always gets me that for like I have trouble turning down are Tic Tacs in the checkout aisle. And I think it stems from a kid because like when I was a kid, my mom wouldn't want me to get like candy or anything in the checkout aisle. But if I was keeping my breath fresh, perfectly fine, obviously. And it was always the orange Tic Tacs because they're delicious. Best ones. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's the thing in a checkout aisle, like, and a cold soda from one of those little refrigerators. Like sometimes I go through there and I'm like, I, you know, damn it. You got me again. Cold soda. Is there anything in those little checkout lanes that get you as you're leaving? Nowadays as an adult, I always either get icebreakers. So those, those dissolvable mints, or I will do uh, just gum. Cause I would mm. keep it in my cup holder in my car. And more so when I was working and on the road a lot more, I'd always just pop a piece of gum in. And yeah, see, there's there's always man, those those lanes get you. There's always something. What's your wife's number five? My wife's number five is the frozen dessert aisle. So like ice cream and, you know, novelties and frozen yogurt and all of those things. And I see that on her list and I'm like slightly disappointed I didn't think about putting it on my list but in all reality I do think it would be like an honorable mention for me because I make a bomb ass milkshake that's so good so you're really good at putting ice cream and chocolate sauce in a blender and hit the button no no it's a little bit different than that there's a science involved a few extra ingredients so Nothing that I'm going to share on here. Oh, a couple top secret. Okay. Top secret. Uh, maybe I'll do an episode on, you know, where we talk about like our our man treats, the, the treats that we make as men. Maybe that makes sense. 
if you join our Patreon account and pay 20 bucks a month, Seth will reveal to you. Yes, absolutely. His milkshake recipe. Yeah. Uh, my, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yes. So hers is the frozen dessert aisle. That's her number five. Okay. Along the lines of desserts, my wife's number four is just the bakery aisle. Like there's an aisle that has like the snack cake. So like the little Debbie's, the Twinkies. Oh yeah. And my my wife even now really likes going down that aisle because there's always like a themed snack cake. So right now a lot of the Halloween ones are out. Pretty soon the Thanksgiving ones will be out. Yeah. We just got some for um, our kids like they have snack day at daycare every once in a while. And we're like, we, I took, you know, we were looking or whatever. And like, oh, look, Halloween snack cakes. Might as well pick those up. By the way, I had to get snacks for 17 kids. Not in the same room, but like they said, you have to bring snacks for 17 children. Damn. Yeah, that's what we had to do um, in my daughter's preschool class as well. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, because they would suck for the the teacher to have to bring a snack every day for all those kids. That's that's too much. Seventeen kids. Okay, yeah, I agree though. Snack aisle, great. Oh, I suppose it's my wife's number four. Cultural food aisle. Oh. So like world foods. Tonight we just my wife made a, a like a masala curry. Uh, it was really good. So amazing. I agree. It was absolutely delicious. So if I'm remembering right, that's the aisle with like a lot of the Asian like sauces and uh, spices and like there's Italian and like, is that yeah, the type like of like Indian? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Indian. Yeah. Mexican. Yeah. Uh, so my wife's number three is the cookie slash cracker aisle. We go through Oreos in my house like it's water. You know, it's <laughs> you want I want a snack. Who's, it's who's the culprit? It's my kids, my wife. I don't eat as many cookies as them, but mint Oreos are like crack in my house. It's like <laughs> unbelievable. My youngest just just gobbles them up. So and my wife does, too. She'll she'll have coffee and cookies throughout the day, you know, as yeah. as she needs it. So. And it's so tough as parents, like when you're eating cookies and stuff, when, like on the side, when your kids can't see you, when the kids ask for treats like that. You're going to be like, no, that's bad for you. You can't have those. And like earlier in the day, you had 15 Oreos. <laughs> the other day for breakfast, my wife had these chocolate Entenmann donuts. And then she put like little fangs in the middle of the donut. Like those, you know, those plastic fangs. That oh, yeah, yeah. They look like vampire fangs. And then she put like these little candy eyes. So it was like a vampire. That's adorable. Vampire. So they had that for breakfast the other day. So now, of course, every morning since then, can I have a donut for breakfast? Can I have a donut? Because apparently that's fair game now. Uh, No, you will have your cereal. That's fantastic. Along the lines of snacking, my wife's third favorite aisle is the coffee aisle. And I am convinced that without coffee, my wife could not exist. At all. I'm also convinced that without coffee, I could not exist next to my wife without her murdering me. So, like, you know, it's one of those things where you wake up in the morning and I'm probably being really annoying or I'm not helping out with the kids enough or something. And if, like, she hasn't had her coffee, I know. I know. The kids know. She knows. Bad news. Nevertheless, coffee is important. But yeah, so coffee aisle, she loves coffee. One of the best gifts I've ever given her. This last year for Christmas, I got her her own like 
legit coffee maker. So before she used to have a Keurig and now she's got one that can do like iced coffee. It can like, it's got like a frother on it and stuff. It can do a pot or a single cup. It's awesome. It's much cheaper to do coffee that way too, but coffee aisle number three. Yeah. Great one. My wife left that off her list. I don't know how she managed to forget it because coffee is a part of her daily life. Um, Just like your wife, she wakes up, has to have it, and she has one right before she goes to bed. She's drinking one right now, and it's about 1030. So that's just the way (laughs) she rolls. But her number two actually is the chip aisle. She loves chips. Salty snacks, she's all about it. So I'm not surprised she said chips. What's her favorite chip? You know, just like the plain Lay's potato chips. She likes those a lot. She'll do cheddar sour cream. She'll do sour cream and onion. Then I'll leave the room or maybe the house because that smells like dog shit. Agreed. But yeah, any anything salty. Uh, she, pretzels. She she does it. Yeah, everything. I I can't eat salty anything. No, it makes me cough. I'm like allergic to it. Not allergic to it, but like I can't eat salty foods. Like if I were to eat a potato chip, I would just be coughing for about thirty seconds. You may want to see a doctor about that. That doesn't sound normal at all. It, no, it's really weird. Like salty French fries. Like if we go to McDonald's or something, I can't get their French fries because they're too salty. Like I, I could eat maybe one and just coughing fit. Completely agree. I think I'm probably in a minority here, but McDonald's has the worst French fries, in my opinion. They're disgusting. It makes me want to cough just thinking about it. So I know that it's it has to be somewhat psychosomatic, but salty foods like you know how you're supposed to rinse your mouth out with like salt water if you have a bad tooth? I tried doing that and I threw up basically as soon as the salt water hit my mouth. Wow. Instant gag reflex for me. Unbelievable. Oh, sorry. Really funny story. Real quick. Okay, Jason. Seth? I want you to take your left hand and squeeze your thumb. Yep, like that. And now pull it down. Now, try and gag yourself as you're doing that. What do you mean, gag myself? Yeah, stick your finger down your throat. I'm, no, 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 I promise. Try it. My whole fist in my mouth? No, 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 your other hand. Take your other hand, your right hand, yeah. and try it. Yeah, try why, why am I doing this? Why? Isn't that the, did you gag at all? No. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Now do it without, now let go. Now, now do it. Oh. A little trick to teach your wife. Oh, jeez. Isn't that the weirdest thing? This is great for audio, by the way. But uh, yeah, it is very weird. (laughs) Okay, so again, here's how it works. Okay? Take your left hand, fold your thumb across your palm, and squeeze down on your thumb like you're making a fist. And make sure you're squeezing down pretty tight. And then you no longer have a gag reflex. Very weird. I'm, there's some science behind it, I'm sure, but I got to wipe my finger off. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. We could we could continue. It just it reminded me of it. And I had I had to share. I forgot where I read that. Actually, we probably don't want to know where I read it, but. Pornhub.com. <laughs> What's your wife's number two? <laughs> my wife's number two is the produce section. And I agree, we eat quite a bit of produce, lots of fresh fruit in this house, you know, especially when they're in season, watermelons, cantaloupe, 
lots of different fruits, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, kiwi, pineapple, whatever we're, we're feeling. Love it. My wife and I eat some vegetables. We like for dinner and stuff, we usually use frozen stuff, but she likes the produce section for making salads. So she goes and picks out a bunch of stuff to make salads. Very healthy. My wife's number one, and this might not be her number one, but this is the first one she gave me. So I'm I'm assuming it was first in her mind, so this is her number one, even though I don't support that it's her number one. She said cereal, the cereal aisle. She's not a huge cereal eater, so I don't really understand. Unless she's talking about our kids. Maybe she's talking about like shopping for the kids. Now, remember, you said this was based on when she was a kid. That's it. That's Thank you for bringing me back. Yeah, as a kid, she she did eat a lot of cereal. So you were still thinking about teaching your wife the gag reflex trick. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So cereal was her number one. I'm trying to think. She liked all the sugary cereals, if I remember right. I, I'd have to ask her. Bad job, Jay, on my homework. Yeah, that's her number one cereal. All right. Wife's number one is the organic vegetarian aisle. It's very specific. Yeah. So she she's been getting in this health kick and stuff. So really likes the organic foods, really likes alternate foods, like vegetarian pasta and stuff, stuff that isn't made out of, you know, wheat and and gluten. And to be honest, vegetarian pasta is dope. It's great. I totally recommend eating it. It's delicious. Are you just talking about pasta with no meat in it? No, no, no. I mean like the noodles, the noodles themselves, like the pasta noodles, they're made out of vegetables. Oh, you're talking about like zoodles or something like zucchini noodles? Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Okay. Because I was mm-hmm. say at first, like noodles don't really use any. I mean, they are vegetarian by definition, yeah. right? Well, I mean, they have eggs in them. What's well, vegan? Vegans yeah. don't. Yeah, I know. But like, so like what I meant by is like, they use vegetable like noodles. So no gluten, no anything like that. So I got gotcha. you. No uh, enriched flour. Um, Much lower on the carb count. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's her, that's her number one, the organic vegetarian aisle. Uh, she's got a very lame list. Well, she, well, but like number five was like the, the dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Cold dessert aisle. And then it was like all healthy after that. I think think, to be honest, like if this were probably like the list that she wants, like the stuff that she wants to go down is probably in reverse order. She'd flip it. Yeah. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, is she uh, is she eating vegetarian 100% right now? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Just the noodles. Got it. Okay. No, I mean, not just the noodles. She will, for the most part, but because I don't eat vegetarian, like, we'll put, like, chicken or fish, but not too much red meat. Okay. All right, uh, so those are our wife's list. Yeah. So I'm going to quickly do a special presentation of my dad's list for the evening okay and that i think after that we need a break if you know what i mean yeah we'll get there okay so number five for my dad is the canned food beans and soup section okay this man is also somebody who eats enough food for three people every day and he's not like gigantic or anything he just eats more than a normal person should ever consider eating unless you want a heart transplant at 30 now, I'm not a huge soup guy, but I do like the the Campbell's chunky soups. Like if I'm gonna eat a soup, I need to eat like a hearty soup. Don't give me no noodles and you know flavored water. I like me cream based soup. I'm yeah. a creamy soup guy. 
I don't mind though. I like like tortilla soup. Like I like spicy soups a lot. Oh, I like spicy anything pretty much. You know what I haven't had in a long time? Max and Irma's makes the best tortilla, chicken tortilla soup. You had it? delicious. No, sounds amazing. I don't even know what Max and Irma's is. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a Michigan. All right. Anyway, moving on. Number four, the snack aisle, potato chips, cookies. Um, And I asked him what type of cookies or potato chips he gets from the snack aisle specifically. And he said, son, whatever's cheapest. So there you go. (laughs) Thinking like a dad. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I I got my priorities set. He's like, I'm not looking for anything fancy. I'm just looking for something salty or sweet. I said, well, if you had your choice, he's like, well, if I could just eat Oreos and, you know, Lay's potato chips all the time, I would. So likes that. Number three is the alcohol aisle. And before we get into my dad's alcohol aisle, let's hit the music. It's cocktail o'clock. I think it's beer time first. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's fair. It's my dad. My dad's drink, and he doesn't drink many cocktails. Um, He drinks beer. Now, it would have been way cool if I had the drink that was number one for the alcoholic beverage he chose. He said, if he gets a beer, it's a Michelob Golden Draft. That's his beer of choice. What are you drinking there? I'm drinking actually a, a pretty light beer for myself. I'm drinking a Sol Cerveza. It's a Mexican beer. Muy bueno. Yeah, I've never had it. When uh, my wife and I were in the Dominican, we had El Presidente. They drank that stuff like water, man. Uh, and that was actually a pretty good beer. Like I could just drink it all day. So I'm going to try this. We're going to see. It smells like a light beer, so I'm. it doesn't smell great. But I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's probably just like a light lager, you know. Uh, no lime in there. Just just all natural. Is it mall or bien? Oh, mall. Yeah, he's shaking his head. Tray mall. Ooh. Well, it's got kind of like a metallic taste to it, which isn't good because it's in a glass bottle. what are they doing down there in mexico at that bottling facility um yeah it's like a light lager not too much flavor not great you don't like light beers right in general no i don't drink many light beer many light beers at all so this i would give a as far as light beers go even light beers not great uh two stars Mm. What was it again? Soul Cerveza. Soul Cerveza, okay. Uh, you know what, I lied. I wouldn't even give it two. It's more like just under two. It doesn't deserve a full two star. So maybe like a 1.75. Okay, very accurate. <laughs> okay. All right, bring on cocktail o'clock. It's cocktail o'clock, okay. Now most, uh, most weeks, as you know, I try to match the theme to my drink. I do a lot of research. I think hard. This week, not so much. I'm not going to lie. I kind of phoned it in today. Today, I've got for you the Godmother drink. Ooh. 
It's two ingredients. It's very simply made. Um, I've got an old-fashioned glass here. I've got an ice ball. You know, you can just throw a bunch of ice cubes in if you don't have an ice ball, but come on. And the ingredients are vodka and amaretto. Do you know what amaretto is? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Well, no, like, you mean, like, do I know, like, that? I know the flavor of amaretto. What's like the flavor? What it, like, what it tastes like. Trash. It tastes like hot garbage. <laughs> okay. That's one way. It's an almond liqueur. Oh, that makes sense is why it tastes like hot trash. Like, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people may be more familiar with the Godfather drink, which is scotch and amaretto. So this is a play on it. And you swap out the scotch for vodka. I'm not a huge vodka guy. I like amaretto. It's it's good at like as a dessert drink. So I'm not sure what this is going to taste like because vodka and amaretto doesn't sound like a great uh, combination. <laughs> <It doesn't> sound great. <laughs> but it's a legit drink. Oh, oh. B- by the way, I. There were many different recipes for making this, like depending on what site or what, you know, what bartender you follow. The way I went with this is I did two parts vodka to one part amaretto. So I did two ounces vodka, one ounce amaretto. It's still super almondy. Like, mm-hmm. it's, wow, it's so powerful. It, it, and, and one of the recipes I found for this was equal parts and one one oh. recipe had you do two parts amaretto and one part vodka. My God, that would have been overpowering. It's very almondy. I don't like this drink at all. <laughs> it's not good. I probably won't even finish it. I'm going to give this um, one and a half stars out of five. So last week, we had two drinks that were <laughs> five star drinks. We had a we had double five stars, and this week both of our drinks were terrible. Oh, I need more water. <laughs> I don't. I told Do you not recommend hot trash. <laughs> yeah, I like amaretto and other drinks, but not that. I'm trying to think of like what I've what else I've maybe like an Alabama Slammer. Maybe yeah. I think that has amaretto in it. Um, I think there's like a milkshake or something drink that's got amaretto in it. Both are terrible. Okay, so that was the glorious cocktail clock and beer time, and it didn't live up to expectations this evening. I'll try harder next week. Sorry, everybody. I will too. You know, um, but you know, it's also important for people to know what not to drink, as it is important to for what to drink. Because you know, somebody might see that and be like, "Oh, maybe I'll try that," and then they'll have listened to this episode and say, "No." I'd love to know if if you've got soul in your refrigerator or if you've got amaretto and vodka. Those are two pretty common ingredients. Throw them together and see what you think. I, let us know because maybe maybe I just have an off day, but that tasted like, what was it, hot trash? Yeah, hot trash. Hot trash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number two for my dad is the dairy section. And this man lives off dairy products like i'm pretty sure he is just like a butter making factory with how much dairy he puts in himself like he just like if you shake him up enough he'd probably shit butter <laughs> don't milk his nipples yeah don't he, he's got gigantic nipples um, why do you know that about your dad you haven't seen your dad shirtless i mean if i have i'm not looking at his nipples though they're hard to miss okay 
Okay, I, I told my dad he should listen to this episode, so I'm probably going to edit that out. No, because that's my turn, so I am not going to edit that out. <laughs> no, okay, so dairy section, cheese, eggs, milk. He must have glorious poops. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> His poops are prodigious, man. Like unbelievable shit bricks. Stay tuned next week when we interview Mr. Michaels about his poops. Okay. If you gave my dad the opportunity to come on and talk about him taking a shit, he would take every opportunity to do just that. That'll also be on our Patreon. No shame at all. None. All right. No, that was number two. Number one is actually the same aisle as your wife's the cereal aisle okay that's his number one which was a real plus for me growing up because i always had things like fruity pebbles and frosted flakes and captain crunch at home it's also probably why when i eat breakfast i eat like half a box of cereal at a time <laughs> then at the end of the night when the wife and the kids are sleeping i eat the other half of half of the box so we listened to your dad's list and we listened to your wife's list. And I'm going to say, uh, listening to them both. Um, uh, yeah, they're pretty much the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's like meat and potatoes, cholesterol and cheese. And my wife's like, I eat organic noodles. Yeah. I eat frozen dessert sometimes, but I really like produce and organic foods. All right. So that was some of our family members. Now let's get into our top list okay so i'll let you go i'll let you start what's your number five my number five is on your wife's list actually the produce aisle so i'm big into fruits and vegetables as well i really like a lot of different variety and i will say like lately ever since covid hit i've been like sucker for oranges i've been eating like my vitamin c levels have got to be like through the roof i've never really eaten oranges much but now Man, I as a snack, I just go to the fridge and pop an orange in. Fantastic. No, you keep your oranges in the fridge? Yeah. Is that wrong? I don't know. We don't keep our oranges in the fridge. I guess you wouldn't have to. I don't know why we do. Because they're like, you know, a tropical fruit. <laughs> Would you keep your apples in the fridge? No. But it probably keeps them fresher longer. I don't know. Hmm. I wonder if I, I wish there was like a, a way for us to find this out. Well, whatever. So, okay. So I keep my oranges in the fridge. No, that's fine. I Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I have no idea. Okay, get back to us on that, guys. Do you keep your apples and oranges in or out of the fridge? We must know. We have to know. Okay, that's my... So produce. What about you? My number five is the meat wall. When you go to the grocery store and you step up to all of that delicious looking red meat, you know, and you have your choice of like ground chuck or like filet mignon or like a T-bone steak or God or pork or damn, I love meat. Yeah. It's just so good. Like I just, I'm getting hungry just thinking about eating meat. You're getting hungry. I'm another H word. (laughs) Thinking about how much I like meat, huh? That's, that's (laughs) not you. Anyway, (laughs) that's my number five. Continuing on, my number four is actually the cereal aisle. But my 
taste in cereal is probably a lot different than most people. I don't like the sugary cereal. I mean, I did as a kid. I love Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops and all that shit. Wheaties, Corn Flakes, and Grape Nuts. That's what I like. Yes. <laughs> you bland motherfucker. Well, sorry. And I put almond milk in my cereal, too, by the way. So hot take. <laughs> my wife does, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the the grape nuts, the the Special K yogurt and berry Special K. That's my jam right there. I told you it was controversial, but. Yeah, especially. So do you eat grape nuts? Yeah. Do you enjoy eating grape nuts? Yeah, they're good. It's good. My po- Sorry, you want to talk about poops? I mean, I get some good poops, <laughs> man, after all that fiber. Now, like the closest I come to eating something like that would be like Raisin Bran. Yeah, Raisin Bran's not bad. I love me some Raisin Bran. Like, that was the cereal. My mom likes Grape Nuts, Raisin Bran, Wheaties, shit like that. But she turned me on to Raisin Bran as a kid. I love Raisin Bran. Now, the wife hates raisins. Kids hate raisins. So, like, if I get Raisin Bran, the plus side is the only person I know who's going to be eating it is this guy. All right, what's your number four? My number four is the produce section because I also love fresh fruits. Basically for all the same reason my wife does and it's right next to the bakery aisle. So I get to think about eating baked goods while picking out fresh fruit. It's like the greatest combination ever. There's a funny video I saw online about like, you know, how to lose weight. And it's a guy and he's got a muffin or or like a cookie or something in his hand. And he takes a big whiff. He brings it right up to his nose and he takes a big whiff. And then in his other hand, he brings up an apple and just eats the apple really quick. So he's like smelling the yeah. the chocolate chip cookie or cake or whatever it is. And then just taking a bite of the apple, though. That's how I feel like in the produce aisle. Like I get the feeling that bait like now I loved baked. I love baked goods. I love the smell of them. I have a very exceptional sense of smell. And so I could just I could probably just sit near the baked good aisle and just smell all day as long as people aren't walking next to me because then i smell them but yeah like the smell of baked goods we used to live i used to live by a bakery and just every morning before school step outside it's just like a jelly donut was delivered like a fresh jelly donut was delivered right outside your door that's what it smelled like unbelievable now that i'm thinking about bakery should probably the bakery section should be on my list and it's not while Seth rearranges his list, I will tell yeah. you my number three is the coffee aisle. Now, again, like the cereal, I'm not your typical coffee drinker. So I'm not, you know, doing the black roast and maybe a, a shot of cream or something. I like the fufu mochas and the lattes and that kind of shit. So we have a Keurig in my house, and I already talked about my wife's lust for coffee. I do too. I don't drink as much as her, but usually in the morning I'll have a cup. Very rarely after that will I have coffee, but it's part of my morning, especially now being from home. It's it's just helps me get started with the day. So I like going down the coffee aisle and seeing all the new flavored coffees and what they've got to offer. So I don't drink coffee at all. Like, I, I just don't. I have other means of supplying myself with caffeine. Heroin. I said cat uppers, not downers. Uppers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Meth. <laughs> um. I have other means of supplying myself with caffeine or like substances. What's your favorite like flavor? So 
when I'm going shopping, right, I have to pick out the coffee for my wife. So I'm always guessing. I'm like, hazelnut caramel sounds delicious. You know, for me, I just rotate through the flavors. So I'll get like a box. We get the, the Keurig. So we got like the, you know, the single serve. Oh, pods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll rotate through. So like one week I'll get the, the box of caramel latte and then I'll get like a mocha and then I'll get a chai. What's chai? It's like a cinnamon, cinnamon flavor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, I don't drink coffee. It's partial to do with my sense of smell. Like the smell is so strong. Like I can't get it close to me. Like I can't. So you're not making coffee for your wife in the morning for her while she no. wakes up. No. Uh-uh. Bad move, man. Bad move. Rookie move. I'll cook her some breakfast, but I'm, I'm not making coffee. Okay. All right. What's your number three? My number three section is the cheese section. Very specific. Cheese. No, 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 no. You don't understand. That might be specific from where you come from. But in Wisconsin, the cheese section isn't just like, you know, a six foot section of wall. It's like it's it's not its own store. It's like a 20. Well, they do have entire stores dedicated to cheese, but there's it's like a 24 foot section of food. So like you have so many different kinds of cheese. I could eat cheese all day, every day. Cheese curds, bricks of cheese, cheese on everything, man. I absolutely love it. Spicy cheese. All right. So so good. I'm a non Wisconsinite. Wisconsinite, Wisconsiner. Mm-hmm. To those of us that are listening that aren't from the great state of Wisconsin, can you recommend a cheese for us? Like, what's maybe something a little off the map or something that maybe we maybe be a little tougher to get, but it's worth it? What do I need to be looking for? Oh, so there are some like there's some really good like there's a spicy gouda that I get. Talking my language. It is amazing. It's got like habanero in it. It's phenomenal it's so good i can't remember exactly like what brand it is or anything but if you see a spicy gouda hop on it and what do, what do you do with this spicy gouda you throw it on a sandwich yeah you can put it in anything man okay like i'll just like pepper jack cheese like a monterey jack like ghost pepper pepper jack like sprinkle that in some mac and cheese and you've completely transformed your mac and cheese Ooh. See, I've always just done it like sliced deli on a sandwich, ghost pepper, but mac and cheese, that's a great idea. I need to... Yeah. Dope. Mm. My other favorite sandwich cheese is like a really thick slice of Munster. Okay. And then you deep fry said cheese, and then like of you course. can make a sandwich out of it. So good. Call it the Czech cheese sandwich. It's unbelievable. Because you'll need to check yourself into the hospital? Yeah, you can make a dope burger with that. Like some what you do is get a thick slice of of monster, deep fry it like a medium done burger and then hollow some jalapenos, some thick cuts of bacon on there and then a fried egg. It's like the hangover burger. I like it. So good, dude. Oh my god. It's unbelievable. All right. So, continuing on, my number 2. Your dad mentioned it. It's the liquor aisle. For me, I mean, come on. Your cocktail o'clock connoisseur here. Yeah. I love going up and down the uh, liquor aisle. I mean, some grocery stores are, you know, just have the basics. But, like, we go, we have this, like, market near us that has a much larger selection. So I can just spend 15, 20 minutes just looking at 
all the shelves and being like, oh, I don't have that one. Yeah, very basically the liquor aisle. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I love it. Now, if you had unlimited money, unlimited funds, like, is there a drink that you haven't tried, like a, a liquor that you haven't tried that you've kind of always wanted to? Well, like I've said before that bourbon is like my liquor of choice. I think more I would go for the cool bottles just so I could display them on my shelf. Obviously, I would drink them at some point, but there's a lot of really sweet looking bottles out there. So I think I would go more for that because like I've had Pappy Van Winkle. If you're like an expert in whiskey, that's like the most expensive. You go to like a a really nice bar and you get a, a one ounce pour of it. It could be a couple hundred dollars for that one ounce pour. Damn. Yeah, it's very highly regarded and people say it's great. I've had a little bit of it in a blind taste test and it's it's okay. So I don't necessarily need the one that everybody just says is the best. I just want the cool looking bottle. Why I like Kraken rum. That's actually not why I like I like Kraken rum because it's spiced rum and spiced rum is so good. Yeah. Rum and Coke, man. Very good. Yeah. So number two for me, I've decided that I'm going to kind of combine it because they are next to each other is the deli and the bakery. So deli, I love getting some like fresh cuts of meat, love getting some, maybe like some fish or something like that. Also love that they have like different types of cheese, not like the prepackaged cheese over there or whatever. Slice you big chunks of cheese. Love the deli and then the bakery for all of the reasons I mentioned previously. Like, oh my God, do you know what a Kringle is? Like, I could just, I could eat like 10 Kringles. It's almost like an oval shaped Germanic type of pastry. It's got some icing on it. Generally has like some very light flaky crust with uh, some, some type of filling in it. But damn, that's so good. Okay, I'm looking this up. I. I've never had one of these things before. Yeah, Wisconsin's very Germanic, so my family's very Germanic. It's interesting you bring that up because here in Michigan, we've got a little community near Detroit called Hamtramck, and it's a Polish community. And so every year on Fat Tuesday, Punchkis is the big Polish dessert. It's like a jelly-filled donut. Oh, yeah. Super fattening. Sounds amazing. Super good, though. And so everybody flocks around this area on Fat Tuesday to get, you know, to get their their punch keys. That's the big, big one here. Yeah. But love the love the bakery, love the deli, that that whole section. So good. Entire week's worth of meals out of that. Like just, yeah, keep on slicing, baby. Yeah. So I guess segueing into my number one, you just mentioned it, but it's the meat counter. I'm a man. I'm a carnivore. I love my meat. So I'm not saying this to be you know, hoity-toity or anything, but we don't typically buy our meat from, like, the grocery store. If you've ever gotten, like, meat from, like, a market or, you know, like a butcher or something, Mm -hmm. you can tell the difference, right? I mean, obviously, if you're getting, like, lunch meat for for sandwiches or something, that's fine. Go to your local mart. But, like, if I'm getting, like, pork chops or chicken kebabs, steak, I try to go to, like, you know, a market with with a guy back there that's, that's cutting it for me and it makes all the difference, but yeah, love, love my meat. What's your favorite cut of steak? You know, I, I guess it's the filet, filet mignon. It's really good. Medium rare, some salt, pepper, and some Montreal steak seasoning on that bad boy. Can't beat that. Yeah, I would agree. I think the filet, the eye filet. Exactly. It's the, 
it yeah delicious see i'm the kind of guy my, my wife and i disagree on this completely if you just gave me like meat and vegetable for every dinner for the rest of my life i'm good i don't need potatoes i don't need rice i don't need any of that garbage no i see i like rice but if like i wouldn't be upset if you just gave me meat and vegetables for <laughs> yeah you know yeah no i'm fine i can get the rest of everything else in the other meals but for dinner like yeah g- give me like mix it up between chicken like between the white meats and then you know like beef throw buffalo in there every once in a while i don't care oh have you ever had buffalo i've had it yeah i'm a fan good that elk chili elk chili is really good oh yeah my, my neighbor goes hunting and he'll sometimes give me some of his his catches so pheasant is really good duck is really good good fowl yeah so that's my list what about you finish it off last one it's been mentioned it's been the number one a couple of times now it's the cereal aisle i love cereal i could eat cereal all the time and if any of my family is listening to this they would 100 percent agree not be surprised at all that it's my favorite aisle what are your some of your go-to cereals so my favorite cereal of all time is not the Rice Krispie Treat cereal that is in the stores today because that is garbage. So now they do Rice Krispies with little tiny marshmallows in it, and it's terrible. But they used to do is have Rice Krispie Treats. It looked like it was Rice Krispie Treats that were just like smashed up and thrown in a box. And legit the best. Oh, my God. I could eat so much of that. So good. If they still had that around, that would for sure be my number one. One of my other top ones, like ones that I could just eat all the time, like Honeycomb, Pops, Love Fruity Pebbles. I could just go on and on, man. Raisin Bran, I love. A good variety then. Yeah, Apple Jacks, Special K, like the Almond Special K is pretty good. Or the Vanilla Almond Special K, that's really good. Captain Crunch, yeah. Cereal, all cereal. I am... Unless it's got chocolate in it, because I don't like chocolate, I'll pretty much eat it. Come on, man. Hate grape nuts. Hate chocolate. Hate grape nuts. Hate chocolate. Yeah. You know what's funny is I eat cereal more during non-breakfast hours than I do during breakfast hours. Oh, yeah? Like, for me, a good bedtime snack is cereal. I agree. Like I said, I... I'll eat half the box, and then late at night when the wife has fallen asleep and the kids are asleep, I'll go eat the other half a box of cereal. So good. Now we get the gigantic bags of cereal or whatever, because it's more economical, but absolutely. Cereal, number one. And the other best part about the cereal aisle is they have, like, the protein bars in there. And my other favorite, like, guilty pleasure food other than fruit snacks, is brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts. The best Pop-Tart. Okay. We love Pop-Tarts at our house. Yep. You eat like a kid, man. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so those are our favorite aisles. Anybody listening to this, if you want to hit us up with your aisles, you think we missed something that was very important to you, you probably agreed with my wife. So hit us up on social media. You can follow us uh, at Twitter. I'm at Seth for nerds. You can follow us at Instagram. Dad's off duty pod. And you follow us on Facebook. Look up Dad's off duty and uh, you can chat both of us up. Ask us questions. 
let us know what you want to hear about next. Yeah, let us know what you want to hear about next. Give us ideas. Ridicule us. We don't mind ridicule either. Uh, at least I don't. Jason's a softie. <laughs> without further ado, without further gilding the lily, that will be the end for the evening. Don't forget to give us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's the number five. And if your dad out there, stay off duty, will you? <laughs> <laughs>